Hello and welcome to the Guys Like Us podcast. This is your host, Tyler Brondike, and today I'm joined with Micah Christian, who is the lead singer for Sons of Serendip. Stay tuned. Welcome, everyone, to the Guys Like Us podcast. This is Tyler Brondike, and thank you for tuning in. If you're a first-time listener, welcome. It's great to have you. If you've tuned in before, you're a long-time listener. I appreciate your continued support. It means so much. And if you wouldn't mind taking a few seconds and stopping this podcast, going over to iTunes, Google Play, wherever you're finding this, and leaving a review, it would be greatly appreciated for the continued development of this podcast. In today's conversation, I speak with Micah Christian, who is the lead singer for Sons of Serendip, who were featured in America's Got Talent in 2014, and then just came back in 2019 for the Champion Series, which, which we'll talk about more, but is a global competition, bringing in the top 50 from around the globe we discuss his, his faith backstory, um, how he was serving and wor- working as a missionary in South America on several occasions, um, going to school, studying theology, and then coming out and, and leaning into his purpose and his calling of, of music and how that unfolded for him, how he found his, his quartet, um, three other gentlemen that are part of Sons of Serendip. Um, and we also discuss much more, but I'm going to leave it at that for now and turn it on over to my conversation with Micah Christian. Micah, thanks for joining me and the Guys Like Us podcast today. Thanks for having me, Tyler. Yes, my pleasure. Excited to, to hop in and hear a bit more about everything that you're up to right now. Um, a, f- a few things on the docket, I know. Uh, first of all, your latest single, Love You Still. Congratulations on that on this new accomplishment, new Thank song. Thank you. Yeah, we were excited about releasing this song because uh, it was, you know, it's it's our first um, original of the year, and uh, and we feel like it's just a great song. It's one of our more popular songs uh, during our, our concerts, and um, and yeah, the song is just about unconditional love. I feel like a lot of people can relate to it. Mm, absolutely. Yeah. So can you? Speak a bit more to, to this, I think, the message of unconditional love and also maybe um, just messages that you hope to, I guess, instill in a lot, I think a lot of the songs that you're doing, it, they seem very uh, hope-filled, uh, love-driven, and uh, focusing on kind of things that are good. What, uh, you know, is there, was there an inspiration with that, that kind of goes into these songs that you're producing? Yeah, well, we, what we got, what we became known for is taking popular music and rearranging it and putting our own creative spin uh, on it. Mm. And what we did was we selected some songs that were across different genres, and uh, and you know some of them had deeper meanings, some of them were just for fun. Um, but the the you know whole point of what we're doing, you know, we're, we're recording, but we're also doing concerts and. Uh, what we hope to do is to inspire joy and hope and love and uh, and healing as well um, and so uh, yeah like that that's pretty much what's what drives us like we love connecting with audiences through the music and uh, and now we're in a season where we're creating 
uh, a lot of our own original material. So uh, we're just hoping that, that people will continue to, to, you know, enjoy what we're doing. Right, right. Um, we, we had spoke before the podcast on some messages that you've received from from people from, uh, from you know, a particular song or two and uh, just the emotions or the feelings that, that it, it, it caused um, just maybe hearing it live or um, can you can you elaborate a bit more on maybe a message or two that you've received? Yeah, well, while we were on the show, uh, we had no idea what to expect when we were on America's Got Talent the first time. And uh, I remember that when our first episode, our audition aired, mm-hmm. that we started getting messages from people from all over the, the world, really. And uh, people who had tuned in and who were touched in some way by the music, and, um, and yeah, and so like I, like some people have said that it's helped the music helped them with anxiety or um, PTSD. Uh, we had some folks that were serving in uh, the Middle East who reached mm-hmm. out and said that they were listening to us because it was helping them um, feel a sense of peace and comfort. Uh, we've had some people who have. Uh, even connected with us, like reached out to us and asked if we would pl- like play for uh, a family member, a loved one who was on their deathbed. And mm-hmm. so we, we did that through Skype. <laughs> and um, wow. yeah, and so we really see what we're doing as a ministry, as mm-hmm. a way of, of uh, you know, just being vessels and, uh, you know, hoping that God will, will continue to move through us. Mm. Um, so you were on America's Got Talent um, in 2014, and then you just went back on again, got invited back um, for yeah. the for the Champions series uh, in 2019. Um, so before I get to the 2019 series, let's go back to 2014 and the the events that led up to um, this this event, which I, I know changed really your your trajectory, changed your life of you and uh, and your quartet. Can you explain how this how this came to be? Yeah, well, we all met at Boston University. Uh, I, we were studying different things. I was studying theology. I was at the School of Theology. Uh, Cordero Rodriguez, our pianist, he was at the law school, and uh, and then Mason Morton and Kendall Rempsour were studying their master, getting their masters in harp performance and cello performance, and they were roommates. Uh, while they were studying and so I met Cordero and Cordero introduced me to the other guys and once I I realized that he was you know roommates with other musicians I was like guys like there's something here that really you know is, is different you know it's a harp a cello a piano and uh, and I sing and so I was like guys we, we should consider you know doing something together at some point and everybody was like yeah 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 we'll see mm-hmm. we'll see mm-hmm. and uh, then yeah I think two years later after we graduated, went our separate ways, um, I heard about America's Got Talent auditions, and so I just called up Cordero and I said, hey, do you think you guys would be interested in auditioning uh, and just seeing what happens? And everybody said yes, and our lives completely changed. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So you, you started the, this quartet, Sons of Serendip. Um, yes. what, can you explain a bit more into the meaning or the, uh, how this name came to be? Yeah, so we wanted a name that resonated with how we came together. Mm. Um, we actually had a, a, a different name before, but we got a, a call from America's Got Talent. They're like, "Listen, we need a, a, another name. Just, just give us a name, and mm. um, and we need a name in an hour." 
And so, oh, <laughs> yeah, and so um, we did a lot of research and we were just looking through, um, you know, different names that, that we yeah. thought could resonate, you know, with, with how we came together. And then, you know, we played with the word serendipity. We looked at the history of it and it comes from a 12th century Persian tale uh, about three princes that go on a journey and make discoveries by accident that help, that benefit their lives in some way. And so we felt like, in a way, that's kind of how we came together. We weren't looking to become a group. We just, you know, on a whim, sent an audition tape, and, you know, things changed. And so, um, so yes, yeah, so we played with that name. It was, you know, the Three Princes of Serendip, and we changed it to Sons of Serendip. Mm. And that's the name we've had ever since. Mm-hmm. So the, pre, the, the three Persian princes then, so you're, you're, there's four in your quartet. Right, right, right. So who, right. Is, there, is there a joke of who the, of who the fourth one is? No, no. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's good, though. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's, no, that's funny. Um, so, and then you ended up going back on again. So this is 2014 and then 2019, so five years later. Um, I guess, you know, working through this time, this time span, how did the call come up from you, from uh, America's Got Talent for the second second go around, and what what changed um, th- through this second uh, second premiere? Yeah, well, ever since we uh, that so we, we were finalists on like the mm. first um, sorry, so we were finalists in season nine of America's Got Talent, and ever since the end of that that show, we. Um, had pretty much like been doing music full time as a as a band, and um, and so over the last five years, I mean, we've done like hundreds of performances and have uh, recorded, you know, uh, I think three albums now, and um, and so we we had really grown a lot. Like before that, we weren't a band, mm-hmm. and some of us weren't really doing music much at all. Like I hadn't been doing music much at all. Uh, and so that opportunity to ha- that, that we had of um, really going after our dream of making music uh, mm-hmm. something that we would do full time, you know, that it was a unique opportunity. We went full 100% into it. And, um, and then, uh, you know, like we got a call from one of the producers um, four and a half years later and they said, hey, do you want to? You know, audition. Oh no! They said, "Hey, uh, we would love to have you guys for the show, mm-hmm. America's Got Talent, the Champions." And we were just like blown away because uh, we knew that that they were only selecting fifty, you know, fifty acts out of all the acts um, that have ever been on the show in America, but also globally. And so uh, we felt like it was a real honor, and uh, we accepted their invitation. We went and um, and had. A fantastic time with you know some amazing talents you know so mm-hmm. yeah so so you you mentioned you you weren't in 2014 you uh you and your and your the other quartet members weren't fully immersed into music and weren't weren't really sure if you were gonna if this was gonna be something that was gonna move forward right, right? so when you were when you had graduated and and just in this this season that you were in, with your with your faith being at being studying theology, uh, maybe the w- w- the plans that you had uh, post post school, how how what was your faith formation? How how were you discerning kind of uh, your your next call? Yeah. So my 
journey has been all over the place. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, I, after um, graduating from undergrad, I went to Honduras and was volunteering there for a year uh, with a Catholic mission and then uh, decided to go to theology school uh, where, you know, I, I was really asking a lot of questions about, you know, what my calling uh what I felt like God was calling me to. Um, and, you know, I was thinking about being a pastor or a missionary or a campus minister. Um, even had, you know, ideas about going back for a PhD. Um, so I really didn't have a path, uh, that like one singular path that I was following. And then after I graduated from BU, went to Peru with my wife, and we had a life-changing experience in, in Peru. Um, was probably the, the most difficult year we had had um, in terms of just like, you know, just the, the, yeah, there were a lot of things that happened throughout that year that um, we were just challenged emotionally and spiritually. But during that year, though, is when I realized um, just how much I needed music to be more of a central part of my life. I hit a real low emotionally uh, while we were volunteering out there. And, um, and um, and yeah, and, and during that low, I just, I, I knew that I had to do something. I was receiving spiritual direction and, um, my spiritual director at the time was saying like, like, is there something that is missing that you need to bring back into your life that, um, brings you joy? And music was one of those things. So I went out, got a guitar, um, and just started you know, writing songs and singing again. And I reached out to Cordero um, and just told him like, hey, when I get back, like, let's make music. Like, let's just do something in music. Like, I, I have no idea what I'm gonna do, you know, with my life, but I just need to create. Mm. And, um, and so, so yeah, so then after we got back, I called him, we started writing songs together. And then the idea of auditioning for America's Got Talent came up and, um, and so now it, it finally feels like we have a path. Like I feel like I have a um, like something that I'm building right now. Um, and um, yeah, and it's just been a, a real blessing. I would say too that so there uh, is this quote uh, that I um, go back to every now and then. When I think about that experience of being on America's Got Talent, mm. where uh, it's it's a quote by um, Mark Twain, where he says the two most important days of your life is the day you were born and the day you find out why. And uh, I felt like on that stage when we auditioned, um, that was a moment where like, I felt like I found out why. This is what I'm supposed to do. So here we go. Wow, that's yeah. that's fantastic. That's exciting. Um, but I know it's it was um, that, that 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 year can feel that you know the year when you were uh, when you were serving in Peru can feel like ten years uh, when you're when you're hitting these low points emotionally. Yeah. Um, so it's been quite the journey to to get to the place that you are yeah, that you are yeah. today. So it's um it's exciting that you're finding and starting to hit your groove now too. It sounds like. Um, with uh, with you, the a new production of your of music, uh, you know, love you still, and I'm sure more will come out in the future. 
and, and but then also you're um, going on tour as well and have a have quite a busy schedule. So what are um, what are you looking forward to in this tour and 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 just um, how are you preparing kind of uh, for all that's to come? Yeah, so we have a tour of about forty shows, I believe, um, and I mean, we're we're really excited. I'm really excited mm. uh, because you know every moment that um, that we have to to share, you know, a moment with an audience, a new audience. Like we're so grateful, and um, yeah, and so. I'm excited about connecting with new people. Um, I'm excited about, uh, you know, just, it really just really comes down to connection and connecting with, with people that from all over the country. Mm-hmm. I'm excited about traveling. I'm excited about sunrises and sunsets because I don't know if you know, but in the Midwest, the sunrises and sunsets are beautiful because mm. um, you can see everything. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, and so I'm excited about that. I'm excited about just hanging out with, with the guys in the group because they're just wonderful people. And uh, we really developed a brotherhood over the years. And um, I'm excited to also like challenge myself to step outside of you know, some, some of my own boxes that I've put myself in you know, over the last um, four years, five years of you know, being with the guys um, to really like, just push myself a little bit further and mm-hmm. just see, you know, just like see what else I'm made of so yeah yeah, yeah. so it's 40 shows that's uh, how many weeks will, is this total it's two months two months yeah have you have you been on a tour that long before no <laughs> so we're yeah this will we're, be our first yeah, yeah. so we're, we're hoping and praying for uh for just to, to make it through by uh all all, all eight weeks and, and and still be and still have a voice by the end yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know one thing too I'm excited about so um one thing that I, I told myself at the beginning, beginning of this year was that I really uh, need to develop a rhythm of some sort, uh, like to, um, you know, a, develop a rhythm of, of prayer in the morning, of um, like something that will allow me, you know, a little bit of stability emotionally and spiritually, you mm. know, in the middle of a chaotic schedule. And, uh, and so that's been something that I've been working on over the last few months. And I'm excited about just going into this, um, into this tour with, with that mindset of, you know, this is a mission. This is something that, you know, we're called to do you know, as a group at, in this season. And so I want to make sure that I'm present, that I'm um, really embracing every moment that we mm. have to perform together and to share music and you know to hopefully touch lives along the way mm. and um and so yeah i'm excited about that about really just um going through this experience and and, and seeing the ways that that i grow from it as well mm-hmm. so spiritually but also you know like as a, an artist too mm. so speaking back to connection and just looking back at what you were what you what you had said just about connection I'm sure, I'm sure through other people and meeting meeting people on tour but also connecting to your group members and yeah. finding just some interconnection too exactly yeah 
Um, so where we spoke a bit on the and kind of your faith journey and um, going, you know, from uh, back in, in graduate school to then America's Got Talent and then coming now into 2019. Um, what are some of the uh, like spiritual practices or how are how are what are you finding valuable um, for for your faith walk right now? Yeah, so. One thing that's really important for me is reading and journaling. Mm. Uh, every morning, I I try to do, I try to at least read, and sometimes the reading will, um, or I'd say oftentimes the reading will spark, you know, like how I'll um, journal, and but but I'd say that yeah, the, the, those those two together um, in the morning just help me to feel. Um, centered and grounded um, and I think you know when it comes to the, the schedule that we're, we're we're going into it's gonna be a lot you know a lot of performing so um, I, I know that reading and journaling will be um, important for me just to remember like why I'm doing what mm. I'm doing and the reading that I'm talking about is like spiritual books. Um, mm. I love it. like Henry Nouwen, Thomas Merton, um, Richard Rohr, um, and I just got into this author, just got into this author named um, Robert Benson. And uh, you know the, what I love about them is just the, their authenticity mm. and um, depth of um, spiritual life, and then uh, the way that they articulate it. It's just really just deeply inspiring for me and so uh, that's the mindset that i'm going into this this tour with mm. yeah well you'll, you'll be on you'll be out for a while and i think that's something that uh is, is good to think about if, when you're out of your your rhythm or your kind of that the, what you've been doing for you know however long um it, it can be a little bit disorienting trying to figure out or trying to as you mentioned stay centered um, when you, you know, don't have a, a church service to go to every Sunday or you don't have a, a, a small group to meet with every, every week or, you know, or a, whatever that looks like in your, in your, in your day to day. Um, but being able to adjust and accommodate and still find that connection. Um, and I think those, that's fantastic, um, yeah. through journaling and through, uh, and just through reading something that you can bring on the go and, and really find that personal, uh, connection. Yeah, and one thing too that my wife and I have been doing that we're going to continue to do when I'm on the road. Uh, there's a book that we've been going through. It's um, called Wondrous Encounters, um, Scriptures uh, for Lynn, and it's by Richard Rohr. And so, like, because uh, we're you know we're in the Lenten season, mm. um, and uh, and so like she and I like since the beginning of Lent have been going through this this book. Um, and it's just a daily devotional, uh, giving us some um, points to, to talk about together and and uh, it's a way of us it's a way for us to um, just you know just go 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 deep spiritually um, with one another and so it's it's something that we're gonna keep doing you know while I'm on the on the road and I think that's gonna also help continue to build the connection um, mm -hmm. between even she and I while I'm on the road so 
Mm, okay, so, uh, okay, so uh, she'll be joining you then for the for the next channel. No, no. no. Oh, okay. <laughs> only only through the devotionals. <laughs> through devotionals. Okay. Yeah, good, yeah. Good. Yeah. Well, it's it's something that you can kind of stay up to date with each other and uh, work alongside as you're parting ways physically. Right. Right. right, right. Yeah. Awesome. Um, just final um, few points here. Just some advice that you'd. Um, that you'd recommend for uh, for people listening, people on the show, uh, people tuning in right now, um, and then also just where people can find you and stay up to date with uh, with all that you're doing and all that Sons of Serendip is doing. Advice, advice, or encouragement. Yeah, I always yeah. I always like to end with um, advice or encouragement, something uplifting to final piece uh, nugget of wisdom. Yeah, well, one thing that I I learned. is that oftentimes, um, okay, here it goes. So uh, I'd spent, the reason that music was on the margins of my life for so long, for like seven years, uh, is because I'd spent so much time comparing myself to other people and saying, oh, I can't sing like this person or I don't know music like this person or, it's like, oh, their tone is so beautiful. Like, I can't do that. So yeah, maybe music isn't something that I should be doing. And um, and I did that for so long. But um, once I got to Peru, that's when I really did a lot of deep soul searching and a lot of deep reflection on, um, you know, what God's put in me to share. And it was there that I, I uh, made the commitment that I'm going to share music and create music and sing because I love it, because it was, it was mine, it was given to me to share. And, um, and then uh, to take that a little bit further, um, I, um, I accepted at that time that not everybody's going to like it. Not everybody's gonna care. It's not gonna connect with everyone, but it's okay. It's completely okay. Um, because there are some people who need it. Like there are some people who need your gifts. Um, and that's who it's meant for. So it's like, don't, you know, sh like share what you, your gifts and things that you have that God's given you to share. Um, because you want to, because you, you think everybody's gonna love it. It's like no, that's not that's not the reality. The reality is not and like there's some people that are hate are gonna hate it, and it's okay. But what's most important is that you share it, is that you share it from your heart, share it, you know, with all your heart, and um, and um, and just know that there is someone out there that needs your gift, and that your gift is going to change their life and that's why it's it was given to you to just share that's it it's beautiful Fearless. share it <laughs> beautiful beautiful okay I, I couldn't agree more i, I couldn't agree more I, I think we um tend to uh, yeah overthink analyze um i know i do myself oh, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. and just ah maybe i shouldn't do this maybe there's there's another easier there's a different path that i think uh 
that makes a little bit more sense, a little more practical. Right. Um, but it, I, again, and just that self doubt and just the, the anxiety that can kind of come in and the as well. And it's just, but again, yeah, you can't please everyone. Right. Um, some people are going to enjoy it and you got to hold on to those. You got to hold on to the one, two, however many right, right. that, that find, find it of, uh, that's something that makes their day. Right. Um, and from what, from what I've been hearing about your music and uh, the lives that it's touched, I think you've already done, uh, already touched many lives and I'm excited for, for all the more to come as well. Thank you, Tyler. Seriously. Uh, where, uh, and just to conclude, where can people find you, stay up to date with um, your music and, and your tour and, and all that good stuff? Yeah, so we're on, uh, you know, on social media. Um, you can find us, just look for Sons of Serendip. And uh, our website is sonsofserendip.com. And all of our tour dates are there. Uh, we have some videos that we've created that are there. And yeah, it's all our, all the information about us, our backgrounds, our stories. So, you check us out there. Thank you, Micah. It's been a pleasure having you on, hearing your story, and where you are now, and um, everything in between. So, thanks yeah, for thanks thank for joining for me today. Me. Thank you, Tyler.